How close? Is this a good distance from the microphone? Yes, but you may want to speak a little bit louder. Blah, blah. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, blah, blah. I don't know what that was, but it was okay. Like a, it was an attempt at a muscle man scream. What? From a regular show? I, told I can censor it still afterwards, but I'm just saying. I'll try not to say frick. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Welcome to the Team Vortex Podcast, recorded March 14th, 2021, 26, D&D Stories. I said 25, just in case I screwed up, 26. <laughs> so you can cut it, yeah. Well, so. we'll find out in the title. <laughs> we'll find out in a couple weeks. There you go. Anyways, so who wants to start the story of... Actually, first off, let's, do a, let's go through a little bit of terminology first. Mm-hmm. So there is the terminology of DM, your dungeon master, PC, PC player, player character, character NPC is non-player character, D20, which is your standard dice dice that you would normally use, and uh, I'm trying to think of anything else that may... Anything with a D in front of it and a number just means the dice. Yeah, it's a die, or D10 is D, or would be a dice, and it would be a 10-sided dice. And then, um, what's another one we could throw in there? Uh, Well, I was going to say, from here on out, it's like, let's treat everything as we come to it. Yeah, yeah. So, like, special abilities and stuff like that, we'll we'll get into that. Yeah. So, who wants to go first? Well, you're the host, how about you start Me. us off? Okay, um... You guys want a beginning story? Sure, yeah, let's start from the okay, beginning. Okay, let's, let's go, uh, do we want the, the misadventures of my original first, 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 first time playing D&D and show how incompetent I was with, like, how, how understanding how the world worked? Oh, I had that same... Area. Because oh, should we should we introduce ourselves first? Or? Oh yeah. Yeah. Crap. I we should probably do that. Um, Eric Equalizer thirteen on Twitch and Twitter. Uh, Zenith. I'm Ace Zenith. 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 Zenith OFCL on Instagram and uh, Ace Zenith on Twitch. Let me turn yours up a little bit. You're coming in a little quiet. You're All on. Right. Oh, you're on Dan's. That's why. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, big stinky critically acclaimed rapper at Big Stinky Music on Twitter and Instagram. Let's go. Big Stinky. <laughs> yes. Weren't you planning on a podcast called The Big Stinky Show? The Stinky Cast, yes. The Stinky, stinky cast. cast. Yeah, listen to the round table of gentlemen. and Because uh, we were talking about like how bad some of the stuff you may say on... That Big Stinky would say. Yeah, that Big Stinky would say. Yeah. And uh, let just, just like, that'll give you an idea of how bad some of the stuff some comedians say. Anyways, um, so first, first adventure... Yeah, first first it. character, first ever. Okay, so my first, 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 very first character... I think that's a good baseline for everyone. I just keep saying first, just because. Yeah. <laughs> um, was a half-blue dragon, half-human samurai in 3.5. Oh, by the way, oh, there's a different editions. I played primarily in 3.5. 
I played none of four, and I've listened to podcasts on uh, version 5.0, so I know a pretty good deal about what that what's going on with that. But from what I understand, 3.5 and 5 are pretty compatible together. Mm-hmm. A lot of 3.5 stuff's been poured over to 5, and, and you not playing 4 is actually probably a good thing. Oh, God. It it's was like the worst D&D. Listening to Drunks and Dragons, because uh, they originally started out at 4.0, I was like, what in the hell is going on? It's, it's trying too hard to be a video game. It 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 Because like, me and my friend had a talk about that one time, or me and my XDM had a talk about that, how it so wants to be an MMO. Yeah. Because you have, like, procs and stuff that you roll percentage chance when you do this thing, and it does... Combat takes so long in 4th edition. Yeah. So, so long. I actually started with that edition. It's bad. But, anyway, back to you. So, I I started 3.5. And, um... So, first off, I arrive in this port town, and I, for God's sake, I can't remember what it was called. We played in Faerun. So... What happened is, I I don't even remember what I was going about doing. I think I was just looking for, like, let's find my way in the world, because my sensei was a half-celestial, and at that point in time, I was pretty pretty weedy. Weebish. Fair. So, <laughs> I was pretty edgy when I started, so... So, um, what ended up happening is, go into a bar, and I I think I sat down... And one of the locals, one of the local sea captains, was Mr. Mr. Big Man on campus, and he was he was a sailor that had a few levels, but he was like approached my character and was like, "Hey, you're sitting at my table trying to do one of those things to assert dominance type thing." Uh, all said and done, he got lopped in half because my I literally thought the oh the world's a lawless wasteland laws don't exist. No, they do. That's why there's there's lawful and neutral and chaotic and all that stuff. That's why you're wrong, Jimbo. <laughs> so he ended up lopped in half. Uh, in order to make him make the the thing okay for his family or crew, I left like a couple of gold pieces on his body, and then ran away after everybody proceeded to evacuate the bar in a panic. So um, you like you like V for vendetta him and like just massacred him and left. Or, wait, that's not right. That's not the right one. No, it wasn't B for Vendetta. It was, was it Zora? No, it wasn't Zora. Maybe? Wasn't. I don't know. Uh, whatever. Either way. Um, so, did that, and then ran, or not ran, uh, went to the docks, because I was like, oh, I'll just board a ship real quick. No ships. We're all, basically, all the ships had been like, uh, we're going to pull up or pull up the, the, um, the gangplank. It's like, we're going to pull up the gangplank, and uh, no one's supposed to get on here, so... Um, my character being in a, oh crap, the guards are coming. So I was literally on the end of a dock and I just jump in the water, knowing full well samurais wear heavy armor. So you gotta do what you gotta sunk do. Sunk to the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> and that is where I proceeded to take off my armor and where I proceeded to eventually find the other person who was playing in the game, the other Kinda party that we were supposed to... DM make you roll for that to get your armor off underwater? It was a process. Luckily, it my character, because yeah. dragons have such high con, you can hold your breath for a long time mm. underwater. So, Especially if you're a uh, aqua, with like the aqua... Blue dragons yeah. are uh, desert desert dwellers. Yeah. It would have to be black or... I know there's like sea serpent, black. like dragonborn, I'm not sure. 
No, it wasn't Dragonborn. It was Half Dragon. Oh, you were Half Dragon. Okay, yeah, yeah. Much, much higher level hit. Actually, I don't think uh, Dragonkin aren't aren't uh, or Dragonborn. Dragonborn, Dragonkin. Dragonborn yeah, they're not a level like hit. Half Dragon because they're like, but that's like five, fifth edition. Yeah. I know what they were. Um, so let me think. I got 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 the armor off. And then basically ran into this other character as we proceeded to both get thrown in jail. Um, this other we both basically got treated like crap. The other character was female, so they were thrown in a completely different part of the prison. And we eventually got out because my character's uh, master came out and bailed him out. And uh, then we proceeded to uh, get work outside of that after visiting the um, because my character was lawful because. Be a samurai, you have to be lawful. Right. Uh, I went and tried to make amends to the the sea captain, and completely botched that and go, oh, I'm so sorry. And basically, I he barred me or tried to bar me from the room. And basically, the nurses were like, uh, get the hell out of here. <laughs> and sad. so, thus is the story of the failures that were that character. I think by the end of it, uh, that character ended up sacrificed to the abyss. By accident, because of his own stupidity. To a mind, was it a mind flare? No, he no. he did it to. Uh, it was we were given a um, a sacrificial rune thing oh, okay. on a yeah, parchment yeah, yeah. that we can unroll and we can sacrifice someone on top of it. It's like anybody we sacrifice on top of it. It's like you roll a religion check and based on how high it is, based off of or based off of what you can wish for. And uh, oh, so it was a wish spell with like a really high price. Kind of sort of. It was given to us, which was a huge thing that the DM shouldn't have done. But this DM was was obviously their first time DMing, and one of the first things they also did is gave us a like horribly evil artifact that um, was literally designed to if two people touch it at the same time, their souls are swapped. So basically, I love that rune. I've messed around with that. It's it, such it was a good in a item. gem. But it or was a, stupid. Yeah, it's yeah. called called a bloodstone, but it was a major artifact. If you want to go first. Alright, well, I haven't been playing D&D for that long. A little bit louder. I haven't been blah 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 blah. That's better. <laughs> so, <laughs> just make say words next time. Got it. So, I haven't been playing D&D that long. I think I started playing when I was... Uh, four or five years ago, maybe? Maybe not that long. Time has no meaning. Um, time is an illusion. Time you played, was the first time you played in one of my campaigns? No. No, you played before that, didn't you? Yes. Okay. Um, and uh, my first character was a dwarf paladin. Yeah. Okay. Um, Pretty standard. A uh, obviously, you know, lawful good. You know, just just I was I just wanted to be a a meat tank. Meat tank. <laughs> yes, that's one way to put it. But I, right. I started off with like full plate armor and a giant axe. Sounds like a killer metal band. Name. And I had, I think, an AC of twenty one right from the beginning. That's really high considering. Well, I couldn't really do anything offensively. I was just. You were just like. I was, soaker. in fact, a meat tank. You were a tank. And uh, the character's name was Norfdorf the Clumsy Dwarf. That name. <laughs> Shall I repeat it? No. Okay. I, I got it. <laughs> so Norfdorf, uh, in parentheses, clumsy dwarf, was... Was that a nickname or a title? Yeah. <laughs> Both? <laughs> I just put Norfdorf the clumsy dwarf in oh. the name on there. 
and that was my character's full name. Most people just called me Norf. Norf. Okay. Character like was not pleased Norf. with it. I wanted to be referred to as Norf Dorf the Clumsy Dwarf, with maybe a Mister at the beginning or an Esquire at the end. It didn't matter. Junior. Yeah. No. No. Junior made me sound like less of a meat tank. Senior or bust. You know. But uh, this character was very very dumb, uh, and had as a paladin. Yeah. Actually, now it's wisdom. Never mind. I was I was hilariously stupid, which was really... See, this character was just an excuse for me to be a moron while playing. I've done that before. And, <laughs> Making yeah. stupid characters just to be stupid. It was honestly pretty fun. Uh, the, the, most, the clearest memory I have of this character is... Uh, one day, the party was... Uh, we're traveling through a forest, and... What did you do? And you know, as, as you one do. does, as one does, yeah. And the sun started to set, as it does, and we decided to set up camp like you do. Indeed. And uh, I decided, you know what? I'm gonna get comfy tonight. And I took off the entire set of armor. Oh no! And well, it actually doesn't. That you would get uh, disadvantage if you didn't. So that probably best that you. Yeah, did, but technically, sweat. you you like you you end up fatigued if you don't take off your armor. Judging by your expression, by what you just made, I'm assuming that that was a bad idea in this campaign. Yes. Well, it wasn't just the fact that I took off my armor. It was the fact that Norfdorf decided to strip completely naked for the night. Oh. Okay. Um, because it just seemed like a good idea at the time. Um, As you do. And what should happen, but the party gets attacked by some wolves. In the oh, middle God. of the night? or In the middle of the night. Oh, God. And Norfdorf... Uh, he's the last one to wake up. The rest of the party <laughs> is all outside the tents. What's his so perception? <laughs> exactly. Alrighty. We, the rest of the party was outside of the tents, fighting for their lives against these vicious dogs, and Norfdorf is still sleeping in, in the tent. And eventually, I get woken up by one of the wolves smelling me. After the rest of the party is dead, right? Not, they weren't dead yet, but oh, one of the okay. wolves got away and smelled me. And I think there were three. I think there were three wolves that attacked us. And it was a party of four, I think. And the wolf smelled me and came into the tent, and I was still asleep. I was completely ignoring the yelling and the screaming and the dying outside and the hulking beast right next to me as I slept until it bit me on the thigh, and I woke up with a resounding "I hate dogs." Please tell me you judo throw threw it to the floor. I punched it in the face <laughs> with your almighty. How much damage? I I didn't quite kill it, but I oh I was a few point. If I had rolled like two points higher, I would have blown up its head, according oh to the DM God. at the time. I would have said you caved it in, but not blown it up. I don't remember what he said. I know I heard blown up his head, <laughs> and. Uh, I I stood up, and the dog, the wolf, was very staggered, and I used that time to put on my armor. Yeah, full play armor. This dog was that messed up, and I put on my armor and grabbed the giant battle axe I have, and dog, the wolf, kind of looks at me, tries to charge again, and I, I yell, I hate dogs again, and cut it in half vertically like head down and 
Uh, I proceeded to be completely useless for the rest of the fight, though. I went outside and thought, okay, maybe the trick is to yell, I hate dogs some more, because that's worked pretty well for me so far. What was his intelligence? I can't remember. I didn't catch it, but did you actually put on your armor, or do you, are you running ass? No, he, he. I put on he my was, armor. He was wearing armor. Okay, and <laughs> that would I, have been so funny. Though. I, I. What naked? Just, <laughs> oh, I ran outside, and I think one of us was incapacitated, not dead, but so not right. able to fight for for a bit. I was going to say ten is average. Nine is below average, not a substantial amount. Eight is starting to get to where they're. They're not not yeah. not they're 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 below average. They're wearing they're wearing a seven wearing is a they're cap. they're even like more below average, and six is like bordering on mentally handicapped. I Four. believe I was a five. You oh. had to go. That means five. you because at six it's like you're you're just smart enough to comprehend language, so you barely had a grasp on a language. Yes. <laughs> oh dear. Was that dwarven or did you speak common and not dwarven? I spoke both somehow. Well, cause, it's yeah, it's technically by racial, default you learn yeah, both. Yeah. Racial trait you get. Because common is basically a a trade language, so everybody by like if you don't know that you're kind of screwed. Everybody knows it, even Northdorf. True. And he does not know much. No. I proceeded to be completely useless for the rest of that fight. Uh, I kept yelling, "I hate dogs!" and uh, power attacking, and missing completely. And I think one of the wolves laughed at me. It must have been a dire wolf then. Or at least Northdorf perceived it as such. Ah, okay. You take some bad drugs, man. Take um, some bad gnome leaf. <laughs> maybe I was just that dumb, actually. He uh, dogs could talk. One of the other party members ended up killing the rest of the wolves with a bow and arrow. While Northdorf, still bleeding profusely from the thigh this whole time, by the way. Man. Ah, there's the reason why you thought dogs could Let's out one final I hate dogs before collapsing and going back to sleep. Rip. And I don't think we played another session after that. That bad. <laughs> Was that the one with, uh... You have played a lot further before that. Mm-hmm. Well, I believe it is your turn. Yes. Well, this is a little bit embarrassing. Uh, I was going to say, other than jumping in the water or having a borderline mentally handicapped dwarf? (laughs) I was a little bit of an edge baby when it came to starting out. Um, Uh, I homebrewed a dark sorcerer, which was not uh, a good idea. I actually started, I DM'd one game in 4th edition, and uh then I started playing after that. But um, my first player experience was Dark Lord Zarnath. <laughs> Zarnath. Ah. And, and that's actually kind of almost where Zenith came from, but uh, not because I like the character, just because Zs are cool. But um, yeah, he didn't last long. Uh, we tried to do a dungeon crawl in 5th edition, and our chemistry teacher, or not chemistry, our biology teacher was the one teaching it, because we had a school club. And um, he was, uh, she was teaching it, uh, she had, or after teaching the class, we would go to lunch. So during lunch, we would play. We'd have like thirty minutes to play. But oh, um, lovely! That was that was pretty bad. But yeah, we lasted like till level two, and then uh, uh, I don't remember if it was one of the players that TPK'd, or um, either one of the players or 
uh, we just TPK'd because of story reasons, because we didn't want to play. We didn't, we kept, like, thinking that we weren't going to be able to play for much, much longer if we kept getting 30-minute sessions. Yeah. So, uh, I only, only, I only remember how he died. He essentially burned into ashes, but, um, believe it or not, that was from one of the fire pits in the dungeon. Who'd have thunk it? Yeah, he, he burned up. Yeah, he, there's nothing really remarkable about him, but, yeah, that was... Yeah. Um, if you want the first real character, then it was, uh, Pike. Pike Artloft. He was a fox folk bard. Most fun character I've ever had time with. Yeah. Oh, if I, if we could, I actually want to tell us, don't until, that's the real one. He's the real first one. Was, um, was, there was a campaign I did with him, and a friend I'm no longer friends with was DMing. He, um, he, I'd basically done nothing that whole campaign, just because bards, they don't get much. Hold on, real quick. Move your microphone oh. closer to you. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Let me see if... Is that... Is that better? Actually, I think... Wiggle the... the... Oh, that's why. It's facing away from you. Oh. I was wondering why it was coming in so quiet. <laughs> All right, well... Um... Yeah. Uh, uh, which way? Okay, it's there we go. The, the yeah, clip on the top tells you where the front is. Okay, yeah. Chris, is it. yours pointed at you? Is that better? Okay. Is that better? <laughs> Yes, that's much better. All right, sorry about that. I was wondering why it was so quiet. I was like, huh, it's barely moving the waveform. That's weird. <laughs> it's not to amplify that or something. Uh, but, yeah, Pike Artloft was a fox folk bard, and he was he didn't get a lot of good stuff. <laughs> but um, uh, I, I didn't do much of that campaign because bards don't get a lot of stuff to do. Not really. Well, I mean, they 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 do everything, well, but not particularly well. Jack of all trades, master of none. Yeah, is why I like them. But uh, yeah, he had a he had a stick base, so it was just like a long wooden piece. It was almost like an upright base, but with no body. Uh-huh. So he would go around and play that, like you know, like chicken picket, and then uh, uh, he got. He got bullied that whole campaign, mainly by the DM, because he was not a good person. But other than that, uh, it was funny because... Yeah, basically. It was funny because uh, he got uh, grabbed by the tail and dunked in a barrel of pickles on this boat that we were on and locked into the barrel. So they, like, put down the the top and, like, hammered it in. And I was like... Okay, and then the DM was like, alright, roll me a will save, and I was like, oh god, where's this going, and I rolled a will save, and uh, he had a fear of barrels for the rest of that campaign, and any further campaign that he had on. Uh, I kind of embraced it, because it was funny after a while, because it was just like, he looked at a barrel and go, (laughs) So what you're telling me is that you got pikeled. I would like to formally apologize for that. Alrighty then. Pickle, pickle the pickled barrel fox. I don't know. Yeah, um, it was funny though. He's a good character. Hold on, real quick. Actually, I'm gonna turn my microphone too because it's just ever so slightly off. Okay. Just a hair out of um, hair out of whack. All right, next next round. I'm just going to what about, tell. Do what? What about favorite character? Favorite well, characters. Well, that oh. would I wouldn't have to participate because I already told mine. But um, that was your favorite character. Yeah. Po- oh. Well, no, actually, never mind. I'm gonna save mine, but I have a better character that I like more. But anyway, <laughs> okay. Uh, favorite character. Um, my favorite character was probably the last one, my last evil character I played because we played them more than our good party. Like to give you an idea, our good party was I think at level twenty three, and so, yeah, our evil party was pushing like twenty six. 
Good lord, Epic. you were literally, literally the level of a Tarask. Well, anyway. I was going to say, technically, Tarask really can't be killed. You can put well, them can... back to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, go to sleep, little lizard. Come back when you're done. Little lizard. No, yeah. uh... If you use enlarged person at 20th level. <laughs> okay, do you... You've got... Have you guys played Warcraft 3? A little bit. No. Uh, Not I'm trying to think of what because I can't remember if it was from any of the expansions or anything. You know who Rexar is? No. No, I don't. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, let me. Would it help played... if I said I did? No, it's. Uh... I played base World of Warcraft. For well, a I'll just I'll just break it down on a real simple like. Break it down for me. Break Shut up. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> So take okay. us through a day in the life of the no, boss. Not that. Um, so he basically what Rexar <laughs> is. Do it. What Rexar is is a half ogre, half orc, and like a drain eye bird, drain eye, drain or orc, orc, Jesus. Um, take your it's time. Okay, it's okay. Take and time. my character was as well also a half ogre. Now um, I oh. took the the racial levels. Which in the Warcraft books, because he was a Warcraft character technically, so he was born Did in. Did they have a Warcraft expansion, or was yes. it from a different TTRPG? No, it was. Uh, well, they had different ones because there was one of them that was horribly, horribly unbalanced. Mm, right. Yeah. <laughs> that had like the I forget what it was called. It was like because uh, I thought it was thought it was called the like exotic weapon master, but it's not. It's like. War or something? I forget. I had to look it up. Warmonger? No, that's no. not right. No, it's it's one. It's from uh, the Warcraft Prestige class guide or some something like that. Okay. That's but cool. um, that's he cool. was. Let me do this level breakdown if I can remember it correctly. Break it down for me. <laughs> you said that already. I know. <laughs> he was three racial levels. He was level. He was, I think it was five barbarian. Okay. Oh, you were multiclassing him already, weren't yeah. you? Yeah. Ten okay. fighter. Good choice. Good choice. Fighter. Da, 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 da. Bone crusher, and I think that that's was a barbarian a... multi uh, subclass, isn't it? Nope. It is a WoW class, or it's a WoW prestige hmm. class. Because I know it from Pathfinder, they made a subclass for barbarian, I think. Yeah. Or it's a third party subclass. But he so. maxed that out, which I think it was five levels? Maybe it was ten. I can't remember. And then he was Divine Champion and... Did I say Barbarian already? Yeah, you did. What are you doing? Go on. Oh. <laughs> and um, Legendary Dreadnought. And if you know what Legendary Dreadnought is, it is a epic prestige class. Okay. And basically, once per their first ability, once per day, they can go. What what do I have to roll? Oh, and it, I I had to roll an attack roll. I'm going to use unstoppable. You know what unstoppable does? It just makes you AC. unstoppable. Is it crit? No, it doesn't. It doesn't like break their AC. It means I get a plus twenty to this roll. Jesus Christ! Before <laughs> I roll, before adding any mods, I get just a blank plus twenty, which means because normally like. A, so you a can mod just ace any role that you wanted basically yeah basically and then the next level they get is an ability called unmovable so I can add this to anything that would cause me to move like if I was getting bull rushed I could go I'm unmovable 
coup de gras? Nah. <laughs> oh, sorry. So you were both the unstoppable force and the immovable object. He was ridiculous. He was a tank and a melee machine. To give you an idea, one of my best... Uh... I feel like you were trying to go for a reference there to something. No. No. But one okay. of my like worst things I've done is I nearly like one shotted a what I'm trying to remember what age category they were, but it was a silver dragon. Oh, okay. I nearly one shot him, or no, I didn't one shot him. I would have two shotted them. Elder, that would be insane. It was they. I think they were an adult. Okay. So it's not quite That's as still pretty insane. <laughs> I was gonna say considering like all the. That's the metallic like, dragons are... What, like 800 health? That's like 800 health. It's not it? 800, it's about uh, 400 and something. 400, my 800 bad. is like, oh, it's an epic dragon. It's a yeah. uh, force dragon. There you go. Force dragons are dumb, because they're innately invisible. Yeah. I like clockwork dragons, those are my favorite. They're, they're pretty interesting. Those are probably constructs, not or, actual uh, dragons. They may look like dragons, but they're probably not well, like they're, actual. Uh, clockwork dragons, I think, are actual dragons. I'm not sure. I'll have to look... That might be if if it's from five, then it may not the lore may not match up because I was like I don't remember something like that. It's, but, yeah, I think that is that is it's five e. I mean, but uh, um, that character's name was Koth. Was his his technically his birth name? He didn't didn't know, but it's like come to find out, he's like the prince of. Uh, if you were familiar with WoW, World of Warcraft. Okay, they um, are constructs. Never mind. <laughs> My bad. He's. Uh, Technically, the sun. Okay, he's break it down for me. You keep saying that. Stop yes. it. Third time's the charm. Stop it. I'll edit it out. <laughs> and I will too. No, but he is the the grandson of the the raid boss Chogal. Oh yeah. Chogal. So it's stupid. He's... As as one. <laughs> as one is. Well, no, it's like he didn't even... Because he was technically outcast because he killed his mom because basically she just beat the crap out of him and it got to the point where one day it's like they were alone and he was like... Basically took so many beatings that he was just like stupidly strong and it's like... Leroy Jenkins or... Yeah, and then ran away. (laughs) Actually, he actually got away and basically never went back. Okay. So he's like this exiled prince. Usually doesn't, but yes. And uh, some of the stuff I used to do with him was pretty fun. Like, uh, this is just an instance because we found this. Um, there's a city called Skullport. It's a undercity. It's you know you've heard of Waterdeep, right? Right. Yeah. It is supposed to be the underworld. Okay. Which you have to go through a maze that I forget what it's called. The labyrinth. <laughs> it's it's something. Starring David Bowie. But the name of the city was Skullport, and before we got to Skullport, we went back through, backtracked through, and found this portal to some weird, like, dimension of epic stuff. It's basically uh, this group of um, followers of Cthulhu, because Cthulhu was a thing in the, our, our game. Yeah. I like it when the Ancient Ones are, like... Yeah. Well, I was going to say, well, well, that's the thing is Cthulhu was like this, the uh, elder titan of like just madness and chaos. Right. Well, I mean, as he is. But he, in in actual like Lovecraftian lore, it's like he's nowhere near even the top. He's just a herald of the rest of the gods. He's like a, he's like a footstool to the the gods. Well, no, he's, he's the herald. He's basically to announce the, the coming of the other like. Right. 
mad the other titans. giant and considering titans. like the the one that's at the very top is basically dreaming everything we know into existence yeah as a thought yeah that's his name yeah there you go anyways um but basically what they were doing is they were collecting the the most the paragon which you know what a paragon is is right it's the the most powerful, highest form of whatever species basically going around mm-hmm. gathering up those and throwing them in this, like, extra dimension. And that they were just collecting these, like, prime examples of the strongest, most capable things in the whole multiverse. Cthulhu demands nothing but the best. Yeah. And, um, basically, in order to get that, one of the things I had to do is track down some, or we went and... Found some beholders, and one of our characters was the 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 counterspell specialist. This I, character was ridiculous because it's love like counterspell builds. They're so stupidly broken. Basically, this character <laughs> ensured that no spellcaster got to do anything. It's just like, oh, you want to cast fly counterspell? You want to do this ca- to my tank? No. You want to cast dimension door to try and leave this place? Counterspell. Nah. <laughs> Basically, the only thing level. you could—the only thing you could cast was like instantaneous spells, and that's it. Yeah, because instantaneous like... are there, and they exist. It's basically it's they exist, and they—it's like as if they always existed. Right. So, um, basically, what happened is I ended up behind a wall of force, which, by the way, unstoppable will help you break a wall of force. Which, without unstoppable, it's like the DC is like. 50 something to break it this gives you just the the benefit of a 30 it's a 30 right so essentially um, you also get the bonuses of your weapons too right if you're trying to break it with your weapons well break dc is you it's basically you just try to hit it in the right spot and you just just one inch punch you just break the the magic apart because wall of forces are technically indestructible to damage it's just dense magic yeah you it, you literally like can't deal it damage. That's why one of the reasons why weapons <laughs> would be absolutely useless against it. Well, if you're like a friend of ours, you always play astral monks, and then you just get the, to destroy it anyway in time if you want. <laughs> yeah. But um, God. so basically, I ended up at the time this wall of force, and I was in this room full of like three. I think it was like three or four treasure chests, and my character was like, Ooh. "Why did they put a wall of force next to their treasure chest?" I mean, I kind of get it, but kind of don't. I so I started going. Assumed mimics. Just instantly. Oh, they all were. There you go. Well, what was funny is at this point, my character was stupid. We we were epic. So it's like, ah, open the chest. It's like stuck to my hand. Because you know mimics, technically, their their natural form is just like a blob. It's like a long, elongated, like, black fin form. Like... That's... The I was gonna say the ones that uh, out of the monster 3.5 were like, they're blobs, Mm. basically. It's like they're blobs and they're sticky. Yeah. So they stick to you. Like and black, basically they stuck ease. to him, and it's like, ah! It's like, it's stuck to my hand! Bah! And just proceeds to one-shot it, and then just go, Ugh. No, it just turned, it's basically just, it's, its body is still stuck to his hand, so he has like a giant mimic booger stuck to his hand, it's like, Use it as a weapon. Use it as well, a weapon. Well, I was going to say it proceeded to happen after the other three mimics, or actually I think it was two more. One of them was actually a real chest. Oh, well, there you go. Well, there you go. So, that that was the... Yeah, and then I was like, yeah, I gotta get out of this room. <laughs> Unstoppable. Just break. Boop. <laughs> just sh- touch it with your finger and it just shatters. Yeah. There's, that, that, that was my favorite character, just because it's like... When I started hit that character, I think he was like level level twenty one on the dot. 
It's like I held him for six levels because my character prior to that was a frenzied berserker. And if you know what frenzied berserkers are, uh, basically you, whenever you go into a frenzied berserker ray, or it's it's called a frenzy. Yeah. Once you go into a frenzy, you basically lose control of your character. Yeah, it's like you you no longer control the DM a character. takes the wheel. Yeah. Well, no, not even the DM. Basically, you just oh, okay. swing at first your enemies because it's like you're it's whoever you perceive to be an enemy. Okay. So you just perceive anyone as an enemy at that well, point, right? Well, that's the thing is we were in an evil party. Most evil parties don't trust each other like that. So basically, your your character may go, okay, the other guys are more important because these guys do benefit me somewhat, but I still don't trust them. So you'll kill the enemy first, but then you turn on your own team. <laughs> Where oh, and you have to make will saves to start uh, get it or to get out of it. Of it yeah. You know what's even worse. They're really high DCs, aren't they? Not really. Not really? Okay. The, but, you know, Barbarians and uh, Frenzied Berserkers have really bad will saves. They may have high wisdom, or, yeah, they may have high wisdom, but they have bad will saves. Yeah. So, that was my character. That was a character prior to that character, but, yeah, go ahead. How did you like the guy? Well, my favorite character is just Norfdorf. I, I think I've DM'd more than I've played. Really? Give us an NPC then. Um, and I think I know what, which one yeah, you're going to go for. What character, what what player character do you like the best? Or NPC? Or... Oh, he's going to do it. I, he's going to talk about this one. So, in my last campaign, <laughs> I had a character named Shockmaster. Now, like the wrestler, <laughs> yeah, if you're at all familiar <laughs> with wrestling, like the wrestler that He's wore the really crappy stormtrooper helmet and hey, was just a big hey, fat don't, guy, don't, don't knock the disco stormtrooper helmet. If you're at all familiar with wrestling, then you might know about the Shockmaster who had the greatest debut of like anything ever. I'm I not going to limit it at wrestling. This was the best appearance of a character in any form of media in my opinion, <laughs> in my humble opinion. So if you don't know, there's a video of it on YouTube, but if you don't know, Shockmaster was introduced uh when he the 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 announcer went, "Please welcome the Shockmaster." And then he comes out from a wall, he tears it open. And then he immediately trips and falls. And as the like pyrotechnics are going off, and he just falls flat on his face. I need to watch this after it's, we get done. It's so good. It's so funny. And he's a he's a he's a more heavy set guy. Not like he, he was a, he was a big guy. Most wrestlers are, but he was big in the shaped like a bowling ball. Yes. The Almost. bowling ball way. And he <laughs> Jesus. He uh, had this weird, like, black robe sort of thing. It was like a vest, wasn't it? Yeah. So, I don't know what it was. <laughs> it was like but a cardigan, I'm... but, like, without the... Without the Sleeves. The card with Dagin. Without the Dagin. <laughs> so I, I don't know what it was, but I respect him for wearing it, actually. <laughs> he, he falls flat on his face, and I forgot to mention... Well, Eric already mentioned it, but... He wore a giant, like, poorly bedazzled, glittery Stormtrooper helmet. The Disco Stormtrooper. Exactly. It was so baller. And when he <laughs> fell, this helmet came right off his head yeah. and rolled a few feet away. It didn't show his face, though. It, he was really good about it. He knew yeah. where the cameras were. He ducked. He didn't show his face. 
and he just grabs the helmet, and all the other wrestlers are they're just pretending nothing's happening, and he puts on the helmet, and one of the other wrestlers, I forget his name, starts pointing and yelling, wasn't saying... It? it was Ray Savage, wasn't it? I'm not sure. It might have been. I think it was Macho Man. It wasn't Macho Man. It wasn't? No. Okay. Uh, it wasn't Macho Man. Uh, starts pointing and yelling, you, you're not going to do anything. I don't care who you are. I don't give a blah who you are. And then Shockmaster speaks. And he has the complete opposite voice that I'm sure you're imagining. He, uh, he, he talked like this. Now, I'm not the best at impressions, but I can, I'm going to try. He talked like... So you're the one who rules the world. I am Shockmaster. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was going to say, that makes my throat hurt doing that. Marlboro And he was the least intimidating person. No, it looked rather goofy. In, I think, all of wrestling history. In all of actual awesome. history. And honestly, it's he was pretty awesome. He was now, a, didn't he like lose almost every fight he was into? I have no idea. I don't know. Maybe I'm not gonna. I don't want to sully gonna, the yeah. perfect image of Shockmaster I have in my head. <laughs> but the reason I say all this is because I had Shockmaster as an NPC in a campaign I was co-running with with moi. Yeah, with 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 him and <laughs> oh, that guy. Yeah, you know, that that guy over there. I did all the 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 uh, what was it. I did everything combat related. Yeah, and okay. you have him and like what was it, another one? There was a, you had another NPC, I think. So eh, it doesn't matter. But yeah, you had that one. And Shockmaster was an abomination. I don't remember if I ever even assigned him like a species when creating his stat block. <laughs> oh, I he was humanoid. And had the voice. I had to do the voice the entire time, and oh, that God. was fantastic. Just to be clear, this was also Pathfinder, not. Yeah, this yeah. was Pathfinder, but yeah. it's basically just simple D and D. Yeah, Pathfinder I like is a lot. I think it's a lot better, but it is, in my opinion. Um, in IMO. <laughs> and Shockmaster was this disgusting creature who looked mostly humanoid, but when he opened his mouth, it like. I, I'm going to try and put this in a way for you to visualize. It opened like a full 180 degrees. Yeah. And there was just a massive hole there. Surround, it was like a sarlacc pit. Ah, okay. For a face. And he spat acid at people. He was really, really vicious. But then one of my players, one of our players, I should say, yeah. realized what Shockmaster's true weakness was. Because they had to fight Shockmaster. He was like a guardian of the the main antagonist of this of this campaign. Yeah, he was a mini-boss, essentially. Yeah. Uh, one of our players figured out what he needed to do. And he... Uh, what's the skill check called? It was a... Was it a will save? No. I don't think so. It was, like, Handle Animal or something. Yeah, it was Handle Animal. Because I remember... That was in that one. Sorry, I'm not name dropped. I shouldn't name drop. Yeah. yeah, that was. You didn't say a last name, so most people are not going to know who they are. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was one of our players who decided to uh, every turn instead of attacking, roll a uh, handle animal check. Uh huh. And until Shockmaster became that player's friend, and every turn they had a little conversation about how the weather has been lately and. 
and how they're and just how they're doing in general until eventually Shockmaster decided to forgive the party on the condition that they forgive him as well. And they became friends and Shockmaster uh I believe performed a song before he left. With Hoon. Which With is a, I, I'll explain him later because he's my favorite NPC. Well, he's one of my favorite NPCs, but I'll explain it in a minute. Now I can't remember what song it was. It wasn't Safety Dance, was it? It no, wasn't it was Safety Dance. No, it wasn't Down Under. I would remember that. I would remember if it was, it was Down Under. It was one of like our '80s songs on our playlists. I don't remember. It uh, was stuck in the middle with you. No, that's even <laughs> further back. Holy, yeah, that was it. Yeah, that, it was stuck Jesus. in the middle with you, and I had to Poon sing. Had a string on his broom. I remember that he's playing like upright bass. I had to <laughs> sing "Stuck in the Middle with You" in the Shockmaster voice. Oh, oh my and god! And it was painful, it was but it was beautiful. one of my favorite D and D experiences. Honestly, um, after that, Shockmaster like flew away. I don't remember flew? how. Flew? He just kind of like <laughs> so he could. He was like this weird like aberration <laughs> thing. He didn't have wings or anything. He just kind of floated just... and. <laughs> Flew away. So he's like a beholder? I don't know. He was you know how beholders master. don't have wings either. They just kind of float. And then I remember Hoon flew after him with the broom. So that was, fun. Yeah, that he, was it, funny. It was like he ascended to the heavens more than anything. Okay, this just get real <laughs> We get real, real psychedelic weird. with our NPCs. It's, it's, it's an it's a art form in its yes. own. Yes, and... Um, with my latest campaign, the one I was completely DMing, it was all me, it was not a co-run type of situation like this one was, I made the promise that Shockmaster would end up appearing again in this uni- in this <laughs> game's universe as the lead technically singer... Technically the same universe, technically. As the lead singer of a band. But that ended With Hoon. We agreed on Hoon. Yeah. Hoon. But that ended up not coming to fruition as that campaign ended. Yeah. Uh, when the group kind of fell apart. Really, really yeah, crazy. stuff happens. Yeah. It happens, yeah. yeah. If I may, we can segue into explaining Hoon. Okay. Unless you want to explain further. Hoon. I'm not sure there's anything else to explain about Shockmaster. If there is, I don't remember it. And I think that everything I just said is everything I even, like, conceptualized internally about Shockmaster's character. <laughs> it wasn't a lot of explaining. It was enough to get our point across, but we didn't give it super, like, detailed... Yeah, recounting Shockmaster, it. it doesn't make nearly as much sense no. as it did when we played. No. I can imagine. Uh, but, yeah, if uh, I'm going to segue into Hoon. Mm-hmm. Hoon is a Aarakocra that looks like a budgie parrot. He wears a big gold circle around it. Not as not a disc, a circle. It's just a circle. No, nothing in the middle. And, so it's uh, like a ring. Oh wait, no, not a circle. A bell. I remember because he would walk around on on rooftops, and he would sweep off roofs with his broom. But the thing is, he doesn't talk. The only noise he makes is hoon. So everyone called him hoon because he would make the only the only noise he would make is hoon. He was like a Pokemon. Almost. Ah. Yeah. Lovely. He would just appear randomly too. He didn't. He didn't fight. He couldn't fight. He was. He was just a little little dude with like a really high AC. He would fly around, sweep off buildings, and then fly away. <laughs> what a useless party member. No, he wasn't a party member. Oh, okay. he was just a random NPC that would come around and just be like, "Oh, oh. hi, I'm here. Sweep, sweep, sweep," <laughs> and then leave. It. But yeah, that was one of my favorite NPCs. Just because of how stupid it was. <laughs> 
He had no use whatsoever. He didn't uh, sell anything or anything. He just existed. Just kind of the... Did he follow the party around? A, a little bit, yeah. It was kind of like... It was like in canon... Well, our can, head canon that he was just... Uh, existing in the world, like we didn't know, they didn't know. So what he was doing. just there, and he sometimes, there. sometimes he just come around and be like, "Oh, I'm gonna sweep this random part of a path that I just happened to see people on." All right, you know, he was just kind of like plot device, the NPC. <laughs> just one of those reoccurring characters that happens from time to time. What's funny is uh, I'm actually playing with a new group right now, which I have to do. Oh, I have to DM them today, but I'm in a steampunk campaign, and I'm gonna bring him back because I have two people in that game that are from that game that had Hoon in it. And I'm going to see if they remember him. But, uh, yeah, that was fun. Oh, God. But my favorite... i got to say my favorite play. My favorite play PC, if I may. Okay. Uh, his name is Retrius Wespin. Retrius Wespin. Everyone called him Dave. Why? How does this equate? <laughs> it was just a nickname he got in the cathedral he worked at. Okay. Just because, like, they would give them four-letter names because, like... They had a whole group of minotaurs that were just like, oh, your, la- your name is too long. We'll use your family name on your papers, but we're going to call you this, you know, kind of thing. It was okay. just kind of like a religious thing for them. All but, right. Um, what's funny is he had a son named David, who people also called Dave. So that was okay. pretty uh, confusing. But he, he was he was a big minotaur that uh, he was, he'd go talk like this. He was he'd walk around and he'd and a war uh, war pick, and he would he would like cast spells, paladin or not paladin. He would uh, there was a I picked a subclass of hold on, real quick. I'm going to there we go. Okay, it was uh he, he was he was like a subclass of fighter. Um, okay, that had like, oh yeah, that's another thing too that I forgot about. Uh, 5.0 is they have the sub or uh, subclasses. Yeah, Pathfinder is the same thing. We were on Pathfinder. I haven't played 5e in a while. I started on Pathfinder because I found it just, it was like, it was more like streamlined for everything. Yeah. Um, I felt like it was more player and DM friendly rather than DM friendly. But um, yeah, he was like a subclass of fighter and I got like two spell slots to use. You're but, talking to the side of the microphone. Oh, yeah, sorry. He got two spell slots that was just like, he could cast through his weapon, but he couldn't cast them any other way. Because it was a, it was like a divine weapon. It was like a war pick that was like crafted from his religion, so he could like call upon his god. He was like a paladin that wasn't quite a paladin. Yeah, he was kind of weird, but um, he was a uh, yeah. He was one of my favorites because he was just like we had to take care of this DM NPC because it was kind of just like it was keeping us moving. Yeah, because we were. I mean, you know, I can understand DM PCs because I've done it before, but um, it's a. Uh, we, we, she was kind of keeping us on track. And she was like this old elder being that kind of just like had the mind of a child because she was like learning the world around her or whatever because she had never been in it. Yeah. And it was like, it was kind of weird. Basically, something from another plane comes to the material plane and is trying Essentially, to Essentially. Yeah. yeah, and it had this, she had this giant dog or whatever she rode around on. She was like a, a I don't know, like a cavalier. That's what she was. She had a dog that she rode on. Ah, and I was like, I was always the one like getting her out of trouble because she was like trying to drink alcohol and stuff. And it's like, nope, nope, that's not happening. <laughs> it's like, nope. And I had to do that with with my character's son too, because he we we eventually had him in the party too. So I was basically the babysitter. Yeah. And that was that was I found that fun. It was kind of fun because it was like it led to some weird shenanigans. But oh, yeah. that's it. That's I've got 
got a, a story of a not my character, but a friend's character who was quite literally we were um, the DM was working him into being a like aspect of chaos. Okay. Because this character was so random and so like uncontrolled. Like he was so hard to predict. It's like I was an unpredictable character. But this person would do stuff that it's just like Why? Like so so many times in the session we had to stop and go uh like a bad kind of questioning? Like he would do bad things or like what? Sometimes. Sometimes he'd do things in, in our favor. That's what's weird, is it's like he he's been a hindrance. I am the embodiment of chaos. <laughs> he sometimes he's he's useful and very like very like keen and intelligent and stuff, and then other times he's just like he ended up getting us in like deep, deep trouble with like Fay. Oh like God. And, and Fay nobles, if you know what Fay nobles are. They're basically like they rule over certain areas. Basically, think of like uh, what a county would be, and it's like, oh, they're in charge of this area, this like plot or this forest or this plot of land. It's like you want to go into a forest with this type of tree? Nope. Yeah, we ended up like spreading this uh, engineered demon disease in this what? area, and he confessed to this person because we were going to get us off scot free. Which was the funny part, is we were just like, yeah, we, we played it off just fine. We're going to get out of it. And then he just goes, yeah, we did it. And we just look at him and go, why did you say that? Like a nervous tick or something. Just like, <laughs> like nope, yeah. get it. He just said stuff like that on a regular basis that we were just like, huh? Why? <laughs> it's just like you're and trying. it almost got to the point where we were about to go, he did it. <laughs> he did it. We didn't. But he said Honestly. we did it. So it was like... Uh, Oh no! We ended up having to get like a pit fiend, a pit fiend as a, uh, a a lawyer, basically to get us out of it. And it's like he was the the best lawyer in the plains. I love I love like courtroom shenanigans in in D and D. They're yeah. they're the funniest. They almost believe it never or not. Happen. I in my like several years of playing D and D, I think I had to do that stuff three times. Three times. Wow. Okay. To give you an idea of how many times my characters have been in court. Um, I had but, to do it once. <laughs> but his name was Morky, and he was a Hingioki weasel out of the OA books. Excuse me? The Hingioki are spirit folk. They basically, they look animal-ish, so he had, he looked like a weasel. He okay. looked like weasel-ish. So they were like spirits well, that well, while he was in his while in his in, While in his human form, it's like he looked weasel so but like, he like, could shapeshift. Like slip around, kind of like... Well, he was, like, long, had a weird, like, beady eyes and stuff like okay. that. He looked looked weaselish as a human. Uh, he also had, I think, a weasel form. Or he had he could turn literally into, like, a weasel. Like, small, like, tiny-sized. Because I think weasels are tiny-sized. It's like Ronald Weasley. <laughs> but he could turn into, turn into like, a an actual weasel. That's amazing. And he also, I think he could t- turn into a hybrid form where he looked, he was, which is actually his natural form where he was human weasel hybrid thing. But he's, he's medium sized, so he's like five foot something. But this character, like, I think by the end of the time we had him, he had like non functional wings, two heads. And a bunch of other stuff because he basically, like, we were in the abyss at one point and he was, like, 
messing around in this like cursed gas because there was like just this because weird stuff exists because in uh, one of the layers of the abyss in Gratz City because he's one of the only demons who actually has a city. Right. He literally like has like in the sewers. There's like poison and gas and stuff, and one of them was cursed or caused mutations because that's what we treated it as. And um, he basically just kept going in the the cursed gas. It's like okay, where this isn't succeed or this isn't getting us anywhere. But all right, and um, I think well, one the of questions the questions is, did it cause any shenanigans? For him, that was more of the ones where we were like, "Well, at least it's not involving us. We're just watching him do it." Um, like tumor arms and like tumor arms, no like two it. heads. Oh, By the God. end of it, he kept the two heads though. The wings, he didn't. <laughs> he kept the two heads, and it's like he got to role play two characters, which is like there was one that was like Ed from The Lion King, who was just a laughing, cackling nonsense of oh like weasel. God. And then he had the intelligent head that primarily kept control of everything. It was just like, yeah. And then, like, you turn to the, it's like, the weasel one just be like, ah, 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 yeah. all over the place. Well, what was funny is in that same session, or that same uh, campaign, my character was basically a demon. I forget what demon it was. But basically, I was an explosives expert, so it's like, I had uh, greater teleport. So I could teleport anywhere I wanted as long as I was familiar with the area. Mm. And one of the things we used to... You know, the Magic Item Compendium out of 3.5 was a explosive spike. And basically what you do is you stick it into a surface. And now basically with anything comes within 10 feet of that surface. I think it was 10 feet or 5 feet or something like that. It blows up and blows up in a fireball, and it does like blah 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 d6 and all this other stuff. We so you're used like to a s- pyrotechnic night crawler. Yeah, essentially. we used to set up like elaborate traps just to get stuff like that to to work, and it's like it got to the point where one of the other party members who wasn't who was a charismatic character who was not very charismatic because our DM basically gave too many options to the charismatic character. And basically what happened is this person didn't really know how to do what they were doing and didn't didn't know combat, barely knew spellcasting and all this other stuff. This that was just the the person playing the character. But okay. inevitably ended up like the the person turned to me and goes, We need a distraction And I was like Okay. It's like how good of one do you need? <laughs> the question is how many buildings do you want to explode? Well, no, it was, we were, because we were in the woods and there was like a oh, okay. mountain on mountain on the distance, there was a war going on on the mountain, it's like we needed to get up the mountain or something like that. So you need to like scare the people that were on the mountain to move them out of the way? Kind of, sort of, it inevitably ended up in an avalanche. Uh, as it does. <laughs> and I was like, well, now we just wait for the snow to stop falling, then we can climb up. Simple problem. Well, there you go. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that was, uh, that that character, my character was named was Edge, but more key was the weasel who was, ugh. So it was just like Edge, like actual, like, Edge spelled like the edge of a knife, kind yeah. of. Okay. So, edgy but not edgy. Kind of, sort of, yeah, I suppose. Well, there you go. He was a tiefling. He started out as well, a tiefling well, and ended, go, up, yeah. ended up a demon because he was like, I'm tired of being, like, mortal. I want to be immortal and do a bunch it's of other like, stuff. And it's like, nah. he, well, that's the thing is it's like, originally he was bad. He was an evil character. Right. But once he became a demon, it's like, he was a ridiculous character. Like he had like demon grafts and all this other stuff. It's like demons can get demon grafts. Go figure. 
too, by the way. Um, <laughs> got any more stories? Um, I've got a couple DMing ones. Have you ever DMed any games? Uh, I think like two that were like pretty 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 short sessions. Yeah, I usually do one shots for yeah. DMing. Yeah, when that's I'm basically DMing. what it was. Is they were smalls. I've got a pretty funny one. It's kind of rough because I haven't like remembered it in a while. But I, I remembered like the basics of it and what happened at the end. Mm-hmm. So it was actually one of the first campaigns I ran. Was a uh, it was a it was no it was after the fourth edition one. I don't remember much from the fourth edition one. Um, it was a uh, I did like a fifth edition and it was kind of homebrew. Um, basically, uh, my group that I was DMing. I remember there were like the two of the characters. The re- the other three were like they were either unremarkable or I just don't remember them. Mm-hmm. But, um, the, the two, um, the two are the, the, that are the main ones I'm going to talk about is this, uh, a halfling druid that was, uh, I don't remember his name, but he was like this little redhead like with like, like tattered clothes and he would just run around all the place and just be like, Ooh, you get a plant, you get a plant kind of thing. Like yeah. kind of like Oprah, but like <laughs> druid, you get a plant, you, you get a plant. Get a plant. <laughs> And then the other one, which is the one I'm going to be... Uh, and for you, a box full of bees! <laughs> have an arm out of the ground that will grab you, and it's made of wood. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a... Okay, the other one was a paladin. Believe it or not, uh, after this story, you will think that he was playing an anti-paladin. But, um... That bad. He was just a terrible player. He was he was the little brother of one of the, one of my players. Oh, and he yeah. had, he had played D and D before. He understood how it worked. He just wasn't going. Wait, wait, to wait. Alignment. Let me do a, a quick. Uh, what is I it guess. called? A, a, not a customer service. Not customer service. Um, crap, I can't remember what it's called. Um, but basically, to anybody who plays D and D, stop getting your significant others and or family involved because they don't Please. know what they're doing. And even then, the the bias as a as a uh, a member of you knowing is gonna ruin something. I've heard horror story after horror story about that. Yeah. Anyways, continue. Yeah. But um, it was yeah, it was an interesting campaign. It didn't end very well. Um, but needless to say, I had gotten tired of his bull, and so did a lot of the other players. Including you can say his shit, brother. Okay, oh, I can say shit. Yeah. Bullshit. As long as we don't say too many. Yeah. He he was just. I mean, everyone was so tired of it. They were just, they were just like, please make a new character or fix this character because everyone was done. I had talked with a couple of them outside <laughs> of the tired game. Tired of your shit. <laughs> please play with your alignment for the love of God and all things that, well, that are existing. That's that's why they made the alignment system is so it's like exactly. when someone's when the paladin starts randomly beating people in the thing, it's like yeah. now you're starting to turn neutral. What? What? <laughs> We're almost done. But, um... Uh, he, uh... Oh my god, it was so funny. It was the way I... So basically, this is how I killed his character. I never... I haven't done this since, but I thought it was so funny that I, I just remember the story. And this um, is how we killed him. And this is how I met your mother. No, I haven't watched that show. I can't say that. Um, I've watched that show barely. Um, but... Uh... Essentially, he was just going around doing smut essentially all the time because he was a little horny like te- like horny preteen and he was doing whatever the whatever he wanted yeah I won't go into 
details, but... Um, no, trust me, you don't have to. Yeah, I don't want to. <laughs> I was gonna say, if, if that was included <laughs> in stuff... If you doing tra-la-la, you mouthing tra-la-la, <laughs> my ding-ding-dong. No, um... I don't know what <laughs> I have no clue what you're talking uh, about. It's like, mm, you touch my tra-la-la. No, um, uh, no, uh, yeah, um... Essentially, he was he was running around, and they were. I was. I had planned a boss fight for this this village they were in because it was basically there was like an int that was a dark int that was like controlling everything, and it would have like there were hobgoblins all around mm-hmm. the the village that were actually tasked by the gnomes that were on that were guarding the walls. They were actually working with the gnomes at first, but there was a whole plot that the dark int was actually controlling their minds of the hobgoblins and. Um, you stretching? Okay. And um, he uh, essentially they were gonna fight the int to get everything fixed and all that. Uh, so they were, had gone into the center of town and there was this pillar in the middle of the fountain and they were gonna mess with it. Of course, true to nature, the paladin goes off to the brothel. Why did I make a brothel in that village? I still don't know. But um, why didn't the paladin go and do that? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. But um, he went and did that because he was like, he was like, I'm gonna lay me a maiden, blah 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 blah. But you know, you can imagine like a nasally like preteen voice saying, I'm gonna go nab me a nab, nab me a maiden, and um, yeah, uh, he goes he goes and uh, into this this place and he's messing around. I mean, he eventually gets one of them to do the thing with him uh, for a hefty price. I I made him pay a lot. Needless to say, it didn't matter. But um. I was gonna say if you're gonna kill him anyways. <laughs> What's funny was that he didn't know this, but he was actually doing it with a succubus. And the thing about succubi ah. is that instead of paying with money, the high price is your soul. Yeah, I'm well aware of how succubus or succubi work. So, um, essentially, they had gone into the fight, and I was just like, okay, whatever, I've got a plan. I let the paladin do his thing. I made him do a couple dexterity rolls here and there, blah, 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 you know, do the funny, you know, play along with it for a bit. And uh, they were fighting the treant in the middle of the town because they had touched the pillar, which had a rune in it that activated it with the touch of a human or touch of a humanoid. And it was like the dark end came up and was like, you know, and then was attacking them. What's funny was I had the, the druid. The, the halfling druid was just hopping around him and he was going everywhere, dexterity roll, reflex roll, you know, to get out of everything. And I had the treant throw the pillar at him. The halfling, who didn't get his AC beat, uh, he rolled a reflex save to dodge it completely. Uh, Goes into the brothel, kills, <laughs> slams into the room with the paladin and the succubi, and makes that part of the brothel fall into the ground. There, It was... 1500 damage of falling debris. He did not save. Because you can't save you can't save in falling rubble when it's a more than two stories, which it was some kind of I made that kind of weird rule. It was like if you don't if it's two sto- two or stories and you're on either the second or bottom floor, like how are you going to get out of that? Yeah. It's just like if you you have well, I was going to say have you life. seen uh, the last uh, the last movie of the Hobbit, the Battle of the Five Armies? Uh, no, I don't think I have. Like, well, Legolas, Legolas is sitting... Was it Legolas? Yeah, it was Legolas. He was sitting there, like, as the, the bridge is, like... Or as this thing is falling, he's just, like, walking up the steps in, like, <laughs> Matrix mode. It's like... That, that's supposed to be, like... It's supposed to be fantastic, though. It's like, it's yeah. supposed to be goofy. But to get rid of a character, it's like... 
I could understand. And it was like we had we had talked to him too, which was the thing, and he was just like, okay, fine. And then he would do say that every time and never change how he played. Yeah. So this is actually not my fault. <laughs> but um he it was funny because he was so mad. He was so mad about it. But it was after what I had I said, Hold on, let me finish. And he's like, Well wait, hold on, can I roll what can I roll? And I'm like, no, it's No, you're dead, shut up. No, no, no. It's a building. How would you realistically survive a build building falling? You're on the second level, you have clay and wood falling on you. How are you gonna survive that? And uh, he was just he he shut up after that because I was like, Okay. You had a building fall on you. <laughs> And he wasn't even wearing his armor, because he took his armor before he got off in the bed, yeah. obviously. So it was like, <laughs> shut up. Um, he, uh, but yeah, I had it fall on him. And he was like, okay, well, can I, like, roll the, like, death save? And I was like, yes, you can roll your death save. And I said, but first, I want you to to roll me a, uh, I want you to roll me for religion, which I was, like, wanting him to roll for his religion stuff to pray, and... You know, because his god was going to save him. But what was funny, the succubi, as he died, was like, this is my last soul before I go back to the other world. All right. Took his soul as he died. And I made that as, like, the, the thing that happened. And everyone, like, everyone at the table just started bursting out laughing when I said, y you feel your body go cold as you... Because he'd failed it anyway. He'd yeah, failed yeah, his first death save, and I was like, okay, you feel your body go cold. You don't see anything anymore. You see black. And then I say, you wake up in a dark room. You don't know where you are. You wake up in the abyss. <laughs> Literally. And it was... um. She dragged you down to the <laughs> abyss. She was dragged through hell. <laughs> but, um... Uh, yeah, no, it was it was so funny because it was just like it was so quick because I was just like okay, hurdle that into the building, <laughs> and then they eventually defeated the tree ant and moved on and they were confused uh, like it was like oh where's the paladin and then most of them were like eh because like he even, was a detriment <laughs> even even the characters like it wouldn't realistically make sense for them to go look for him anyway yeah because they had he had, they had no reason to like you know well that's that's one of the things that it's like there's there's metagaming in a sense that it's like. To get the party together, but it's like, if you, your character, like, I had a, a friend who would play, always play a neutral character in the evil party, which, mm. okay, that, that can happen, but yeah. he refused to be an evil character, and it was because, oh, I'm just not, not bad by nature, and it's like, dude, I don't care, this is a game. Literally. Just because you went and murdered someone in the game doesn't mean you actually murdered someone in real life. And that's, I think... It's, if I may add on to that, I think that was what really was caused the, uh, the, the what was it, the devil, Satan's satanic panic? That's what it was in yeah. the 80s. People in the 90s, thinking. yeah. Well, it's there's lots of stuff that led up to that, but it was like if it's the fact that it's like there's there's religion. That's also they why... They tried to tag D&D &D into that, and it was like, yeah. why? Well, that's also why, like, the if you notice, demons are called Tanari, and devils are called Betazoo. It's essentially to keep, like, you know... Well, it's because the, the distance in, from it in previous versions of D and D, that's what they were called. They weren't demons and devils. Now, now that we are in a woke society, woke. <laughs> they they actually call them like demons and devils. Yeah, because it's like they're it's like they're tiefling are described as half demon. Half well, it's like it even goes to the the other direction because they have because um, they have like all three all three alignments like 
uh, lawful, chaotic, and neutral. Right. So they have the to, or they have the demons, devils, and the Yugalos, which are the neutral ones, mm-hmm. which they inhabit Hades. Right. And then it even goes all the way on to the other side, and now the good ones. And they have the Archons, the... What are the chaotic ones called? Um, Eladrin. It's uh, Archons, Eladrin, and the Gardinals. Cardinals. But that was... Well, that's that's their categories. It's like they're they're all technically angels, but they're all... Well, technically, they're celestials. They're red. They're also uh, red. Red birds with a beak with be long beaks. Sorry, that was a cardinal joke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was like cardinals. <laughs> but anyways, we've we've got over an hour now, so we've got a full episode. Do we? Uh, do we want to split this into a part two? Well, we could do we could do a part two later whenever we have time. Yeah, and yeah, whenever yeah. people are more awake, yeah, and more yeah, prepared. Because I don't think you were as much prepared for. Uh, recording as as I was because it's like that's why I came in later is because I actually slept in because I got up at 2 this morning mm-hmm. so I woke up at a, like a little what was it like 11 something and then I call, and then you were about to call me something well, like that taking daylight savings into account I oh, have been awake daylight savings what yeah, yeah it's 3 o'clock now <laughs> <laughs> taking that into account I have been awake for 18 hours I am also waning through uh, two monsters. Technically, if it wasn't for the, like, three hours of sleep I had, I would be up for 24 hours now. Mm-hmm. But, anyways, um, this is only, like, two, three hours sleep. But, anyways, um, in closing, uh, thank you to everybody in... Let me pull up the list of countries that we have listeners in Oh, now. wow, we have, a, we have international listeners? Yes. I was going to say we had uh, internationals early on, but now we have even more. So thank you to our listeners in Iowa, or Iowa, (laughs) Ireland, excuse me. far off land of Iowa. Yes. (laughs) True. Ireland, Indonesia, Germany, and Kuwait. Thank you all for listening. And um, wherever in this wide world you are, thank you for listening and uh, we hope to have a new another D&D episode sometime in the future I don't know when but uh, thank you for listening I'm sorry I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. bye